guys, this is Ryan Gillen with the Next Level Real Estate Podcast. I'm the team leader of the Ryan Gillen team. I'm here with Jordan Lance and Andrea Rocky. Hey. And uh, it is a few weeks into 2021. Uh, we are sitting around talking about everybody's goals and what they want to do this year. And, you know, I've talked to a couple people of late uh, about investing in properties. And it just felt like everybody had some kind of excuse for 2021. And so we wanted to jump in and talk to people about, you know, what's your excuse? Why aren't you investing? You know, what's the ultimate reason why you haven't jumped in? Because realistically, it's such a great time to invest. So, um, yeah, that's going to be our topic today to see, you know, where you stand. And this is going to be a self-reflection kind of thing. You could be driving along in your car and think, you know, why haven't I invested why i haven't done certain things to set up the ability to invest so a little bit about me i just got over covid this is my first day back so i'm really excited to get out of the house man it was a long long two weeks of doing absolute nothing i can't even tell you what day which i did or what show i watched or what game i watched first time seeing human faces besides your fiance in a few weeks here how many shows did you watch how many did you go through honestly i didn't really do that many shows i like like watched the national championship game the one night and she's a huge ohio state fan because she's a high state grad i made it through the first quarter and i passed out like i (laughs) i didn't get to do anything i mean it was it was flat out just absolutely brutal i mean she got it first and then I tested negative, and she was all sad because I still had a quarantine with her. So then, you know, then she was happy that uh, <laughs> that I uh, that I had to stay home. But uh, my dog didn't get it for a while. I mean, like she's getting she's really spoiled. Like she's totally thrown off on her uh, schedule. Like she gets up at night now, which she never gets up at night Aww. because she's been around us so much that yeah. like it's all kind of there's no schedule for her yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. We kind of kind of feel bad. Like, <laughs> she probably slept a lot too. If you guys were sleeping all day and just relaxing, she's probably full of energy. The first three days, she was like, "Oh, my humans are here! Like they're gonna play with me." And then nope. she realized <laughs> that like I couldn't even like keep my eyes open. So then she <laughs> then she was a good girl. She, she she laid down. So but man, my whole family had it, and everybody had like their little cold symptoms, and it put me to the ground. So um, anybody out there that has it or uh, has had it, and it, best of luck to you, because, I mean, it is just, uh, it was it was not fun by, by any means, but at least I have the antibody now, and I don't have to worry about it for a few months. For a while, <laughs> yeah, I guess. a few months, I, I guess. I mean, I'm, we're around so many people on a daily basis. It's, yeah. It's, it was a bound to happen. Yeah. To, You're lucky it was this long before you got it, really. Yeah, I mean, we were we were going everywhere for, for months, so we were, we were more busy during, like, the lockdown, because yeah. people were wanting to uh, just see what their houses were yeah, and right. talk about real estate. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, let's jump back into um, basically everybody's excuses. I mean, that's not <laughs> trying to sugarcoat it, but, like, I'm sitting around for two weeks thinking about, you know, what my goals are going to be, you know, where I want to go with certain things, and I had my own excuses. I was like, well, I've got COVID, or, you know, I've got... There's, it's hard to find properties right now or whatnot. There's everybody has their excuses. Well, mm-hmm. then I talked to one of my friends that I went to high school with. I hadn't talked to her in a while. I actually went to college with her too, and she's got a partner that they want to partner up and, and, and do a you know rental property and everything. And um, 
they're all in. I mean, they've done their research and everything like that, but they still have excuses too of why they, they haven't done them. And usually it, it, it involves being scared. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of the, the, the excuses is, 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 is the uncertainty of mm-hmm. not knowing what's going to happen when you invest. And usually it all comes down to knowledge is do you have enough knowledge on the topic to feel comfortable to pull the trigger? One thing I think involving like this year, 2021, and even like the end of 2020 that people say mm-hmm. is, well, everything's so expensive. I'm buying high. So like, how do we combat that? Because yeah. rates are super low. Yeah. So it's like the rate really is what matters on a long-term thing, like a rental property, yeah, whether you're, you're buying high, because that's what you're having like the entire time you own it. So what's a way you combat that? Because I know like that's a specific thing to this year because people say it non-stop whether it's yeah. rental property buying a house just to live in whatever it is well we're buying high well you don't know when you're going to buy low and when you are it's probably going to be a high rate so, right you know i mean in 30 years hopefully it's worth more than what you're buying it now right. mm-hmm. okay it's appreciating but don't look at the sales price on when you're buying a property you look at the overall number the overall cap exactly. rate your overall cash return on your investment so when you're filling out your your sheet and you put two and a half percent interest rate or a three and a half percent interest rate instead of a five, five and a half, mm-hmm. like huge. that could make up for that sales price and everything. So, I mean, essentially what you need to do to get rid of your excuses and it's the reason why you want to invest is check off the list. So how are you going to find money? Jordan, you just called, we had a Kyle Ralston on our podcast mm-hmm. um, last week. Jordan called Kyle Ralston up talking to him getting her finances in order to be able to buy rental properties, that's one of your excuses, taking it away. Essentially, it's, it's one yeah. of those things that, hey, I can't buy a property because I don't have any money. Well, now you have money. Right. So now that is out, and that's out of the way. Right. So now you got to get past the next steps, which is, you know, educating yourself on, you know, what kind of property, what uh, area, or what do you want to buy as your actual first investment the money's out of the way now. Like you know, you have it now. You just have to decide which one to purchase, and, and so that's that's your that's your next excuse. So, but that's usually just a knowledge thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's understanding your numbers, mm-hmm. understanding where you want to invest, and once you have that, then it's really just pulling the trigger because you've yeah. got the money lined up and you've got the knowledge and the ability to do it. Right. It's just pulling the trigger at that point. Yeah. And like you said earlier, I think a lot of it is fear, whether it's a rental property or a flip property or whatever it is. I mean, I've been saying I want to flip a house for how long? I don't know. Three years. (laughs) And it's like, if you don't just pull the trigger and do it, you're never going to do it. There's always a reason. That's exactly what we're talking about. But like for me, like Ryan just said, I talked with Kyle and you have to come up with creative ways to make it work for your situation. Um, like lines of credit and things like that. I don't own a bunch of properties, so I can't do, I can't pull from mm-hmm. the difference of what they're worth and what I have in it. So for me, it's a creative solution that we have to come up with, but there's a way for everybody to make it work. So I pulled the trigger and talking to Kyle, that's the first big step. I can look at properties all day. Like I have been for three years and be like, oh, I want that one. But until I know I can buy it in cash and I have the funds to do that and do the remodel, I mean, I'm basically just all talk. So getting it lined up was my first step, and honestly, it was pretty easy to do. Um, Having the ability to when you do find that property, you have to be able to buy it. To be able (laughs) to buy it, it. because the way the market it moves so fast. I mean, I was trying to help a client the other day. There's a property in Kettering. It's a four unit. 
it you know it didn't even sell for a hundred and fifty thousand like a couple years ago it was up on the market for 180 and it had six offers already on mm-hmm. it and <clears throat> you know we COVID. yeah <laughs> still getting there still getting there a little bit not contagious by any means. but uh you know a little raspy a little bit of raspy voice but uh you've got to be re- you got to be ready to go because if you find the property like there's going to be six other offers on it mm-hmm. so you've got to have the ability to be able to pull the trigger yeah. right away and that's one of those excuses well I don't you know I don't have the money lined up so you know I'll just find the next one well when are you going to get the money lined up yeah exactly. I mean I've been wanting to find the next one for years like yeah. just you know you see one you're like oh this would be great okay well I need $120,000 in and cash to be able to make it work okay well I'll just find the next one okay yeah, well here we are three years later then you kind of push it you kind of push it away right. and and that's the tough part is because the more you push away those were opportunities to make, you know, what if you flip a house and you make $20,000? Well, then now you have $20,000 extra dollars to flip right. for the next one and the next one and the next one. And it starts building up. But every year you're missing these opportunities. Oh, yeah. And there's always opportunities. People think, okay, well, the market's high. There's no opportunities right now. Completely false. Like, right. there's opportunities and, in every market. Right. Well, and there is low inventory. Like, that is correct. And like you just said, yeah. there's going to be multiple offers on properties, but you still have to go for it. You can't use that as an excuse, you know? Mm-hmm. There's still, I mean, that is a fact. There is low inventory, but that doesn't mean that should stop you from making offers. So, I would like for whoever's listening to this podcast, driving along, listening at their office, like, stop and think and think about, like, What's the reasons you haven't invested? Is it because of money? Well, you can find that. Right. Is it because of your knowledge of the topic? Go open a book. Or Go talk listen. to us. Talk to us. Go whatever it might need. There's so much inventory of knowledge everywhere. There's yeah. so many people like we'll sit down and have lunch with you. Like it's you know if if that's one of your excuses, like we can get rid of that too. So mm-hmm. it shouldn't be money, and it shouldn't be knowledge. Literally, the only thing that you have an excuse right now is haven't found a property that I, I like. Right. right. But you can constantly keep your eye out. Yeah. Andrea, I know you wanted rental properties, too, and you've talked about it for a while. What, like, Andrea and I are both, obviously, women. We're in our t- mid-20s. Like, what was your, what's your holdup? Because I know we, we both have it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, definitely the fear side of things, but I don't know, I sold my house and have the money and I got out of debt. So honestly, the only thing that is stopping me at this point is the same exact thing we're talking about, Mm -hmm. just not putting myself in the position to have everything ready to go. You know, if I look at the properties, I know I'm doing it, but it's like, I know it's the fear factor of why I'm doing it. I know if the right property came up, I can send it out to my clients, but could I buy it? No, because I haven't made the call to get my finances in order and have it ready to go. I got a question for you too, since you guys are women. Um, is it different for you guys since there's not as many female investors in the market? I think that my, um, like my, the more people you see, like yeah. people yeah. flipping houses and stuff like, like that. they can do it. So can I kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. yeah. Cause Andrew, something, yeah, yeah. Something I do think of a lot of times is what if something happens? What if something goes wrong? You know, obviously I know who I can call to go fix things, but I have a lot of aggravation with, I know that I could figure out how to do it myself, but I don't necessarily know how. So then that scares me and that like immediately puts me off versus someone like my boyfriend's super, 
handy. So like he could easily go do something and just fix it himself within reason. I don't have the tools to do that. Mm -hmm. So I start getting in my own head, like, what if something goes wrong? Am I going to know how to do it? Am I going to have to pay extra money to have someone do it when it's something I should know how to do myself, Mm -hmm. but I just don't? So I think I get in my own head with that a lot. Well, yeah. And kind of like Andrea just said, for me, I know going into buying a flip property or a rental property, if it's going to need fixed up, I'm hiring out the work. So then you're figuring out the numbers of hiring someone to do it, like she said, because Obviously, yes, I am a woman. I could fix these things, but I don't know how. Like, yeah. I have, I'm, fully I'm not saying you guys should fix things. I'm no, saying no, no, but I mean, for me is not seeing someone that, that looks to, like you. No, that yeah, that doesn't bother me. I think for me, though, like being around every day since it's our career, maybe it's less intimidating for me. Yeah. Like I have other friends who are women too, and they're like, oh, I would love to invest, but like I need to get my husband on board or, you know, whatever. Like yeah. there's women that want to do it, and I don't know what that kind of holdup is. I mean, like them feeling like they can't without a man's approval or something. I've but always, I think I've us always, just being around it makes us less intimidated yeah. by it. But I've always seen that so when we have five, six guys sitting around a table yeah. talking, drinking beer. There's always what, guys talking about it. We, we always talk about investing. We yeah. talk about our investments. We talk about it all the time. Like One of our group threads on our text messages about just what people are investing in, mm-hmm. I fairly certain i mean by any means am i an expert on women uh <laughs> but uh, i'm fairly certain those conversations are the same honestly it's not and i feel yeah. like anytime like my fiance and i will get together with all of his friends he has like three friends that are really wanting to invest in different things and get going in investment properties and stuff and i'm always right there in the middle of the conversation with them talking about it but none of their girlfriends or wives or anything ever do it's just me and the guys talking about it because they're asking me questions and stuff, obviously. And they're like, how can we go out on a property or how can we, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you're right. It's never, ever women that are talking about it. Unless it's a situation, like I said, where they're like, oh, yeah, I think I'd really, like, want to do that eventually. But got to get husband on board. Or, right. you know, It's never, how do I do it? How do I get started? Let's yeah. find me a place. And when you're like sitting there, yeah, when you're sitting there with your guys you're sitting there talking about it getting all jacked up about it like you're getting excited so that's only going to make you turn around and want to go do it you don't want to be the only guy in the group that's not investing right Right. everyone's talking about how awesome it is and how much fun like how great it is and you're like well shit like i might as well go do it too like my brother does day trading like i don't i don't i don't i mean i have some of my investments in it but i don't really do too much stuff but you know he has his couple boys that they talk every day on certain things and it makes them want to do more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same way with me and my rentals and my investing. I have some buddies that we do this and we just, what have you bought lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you done lately? Yeah. What, have you, yeah. what have you sold lately? And it's just, uh, um, it does make you want to do more because you don't want to be that person in that group that doesn't have it. I mean, if you guys are sitting around with your girls and you were the only person that didn't have an investment property, I bet you you'd have one. Yeah. Oh, for you, sure. You know, yeah. so that's, I feel like it's not necessarily an excuse for yeah. women. It's just... It's not as top of mind. Yeah. yeah. It's just what I've, it's what I've seen, I've, and, and I've always thought it was interesting, um, the different dynamics and like... Well, I feel like personally, obviously, a lot of people have agents and stuff, and we help you pick the right property, but I feel like most women at least have that good sense of 
knowing if something's right and like the eye to fix up a place or whatever. Like I feel like women, if more people got into it, would actually be like really good yeah. at doing that. They have great attributes of it. They're, yeah. women, women are, one of the problems is they are the protectors in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, men are like the protectors physically. Like mm-hmm. they like want to be the physical protector but like women are like the protection in the sense of like money right and and, and make sure things aren't going to go wrong and they want to be like on more on the safe side like that's that's just that's just stereotypes like mm-hmm. that's just that's just what it that's just what it is in it but it plays in to taking a risk on an investment right and stuff. so totally. yeah a- absolutely so like and i've done it even now yeah you know it's yeah. like mm-hmm. well if i spend the money on this but what if i need it for this well, what if, you know, it's always like, well, what if, what if, what if? Like, even like, like, Brooke and I, we talk about it, like, how come I'm laughing, like, I bought another property today, <laughs> and then she's like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, you know, <laughs> it, it, like, are you serious? But at the same time, like, if there was two of me in the relationship, it'd probably be bad. Yeah. If there was two of her in the relationship, we wouldn't have any properties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, that's something that, you know, man or woman listening to this, like, podcast, like, you've got to look at your relationship and say, like, you know, which role should I take? Am I the person that's going to be finding these properties? Um, you know, I talked to my friend the other day, and she was with um, her husband on the phone, and, and he was more of the, like, support system. Hey, yeah, babe, let's, let's go and do it. You know, you know what you're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And she's the one that's been, you know, pushing a little harder. So that, you know, that role has changed in their relationship compared to my relationship. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you're going to have to have a, a supporting cast to get you to keep definitely well and even if you're single and you don't have you know a husband wife whatever it is like brian you've been doing this for a long time like you were doing this long before brooke but you had yeah. people helping you well, keeping like, you going along the way like your yeah. family members and yeah 100 you know. percent. and like i mean like i have a partner in some of my rentals and you know we talk about it all the time and you know we we push each other to to get on board to buying more and more and more mm-hmm. and but we also have like a bunch of other friends that have these properties so that was my supporting cast and making sure that I kind of wanted to always have like the most of everybody you know and and in my group and now I'm trying to find groups that have a ton more than me but uh like there's excuses that are all out there and we understand why they are out there but getting through them and getting past them is going to allow you to be the investor that you want to be yeah And we're hoping that by these podcasts that we're doing, especially the ones we've done this year with the other people and them yeah. giving advice and stuff, obviously we're just hoping that we can help you get through that. And yeah, 100%. And we're not sitting here telling you, like, oh, like, you haven't bought an investment property yet, so you're not doing it right. You right. know, like, we understand where you're coming from. Totally. And your fears. Yeah. It, you know, excuses might be a hard word, but we understand in your fears of where you're coming from financially, like where you want, you're all wanting to get somewhere financially. We want you to be aware of your own personal feelings in a sense so you can get over it. Mm-hmm. Like, are you making an excuse to yourself about money just so you have a scapegoat of not investing? Well, like, be aware of that. Right. Go take care of that rebuttal. Like, go get, take care of that excuse get financially secure in the sense of a, like a line of credit or, or whatnot, get pre-approved, and then boom, then you're past that step. Yeah. You're past that mm-hmm. mountain. So now you just have to get over the next one and everything. Like, you've got to be aware of the reason why you're not investing. Yeah, it's human nature to look at the bigger picture and be afraid of 
how much it's going to take to get there because it looks like it's this huge thing to tackle and it is a big thing to tackle but if you take the proper steps then that's it's just that a step towards what you're trying to get to stop looking at it as a huge place that you feel so far from now and worry about trying to get there little by little and continue yeah. going forward yeah. and don't be embarrassed to like reach out to us or whatever you need to do to help us we can help you get going like I just texted Ryan whatever last week the week before and was like these are my goals I need your help like Push what me. do I need to do yeah. and I'm like in my head thinking before I texted him I'm thinking god I've probably said this to him three times but like you just have to make that step and like this time I actually did by talking to Kyle and getting something going with a line of credit and stuff but I know it can be hard to reach out for help especially if you've talked about it in the past or whatever, but you just have to do it. So don't feel hesitant or embarrassed or anything at all to talk to us or ask for help. Yeah. Well, if you guys do have questions, message us, call us. Um, our information's everywhere. Um, this is the Next Level Real Estate Podcast, and we are here to absolutely destroy any excuses you might have on not <laughs> investing. So um, keep a lookout for our next podcast. Next week we'll have... Uh, Jake Dotson with uh, Fidelity Lawyers Title Agency coming in to talk about LLCs um, and talk about other things that title companies do that you're going to need to when you buy a property, buy or sell, you're going to have to have a title company uh, close that deal and we want you to know about what they do. So Ryan Gillen with the Next Level Real Estate Podcast, Jordan Lance and Andrea Rocky joined me on this one and uh, it was a great time talking to you guys. Bye, see you next time.